with various aspects of Hashem's wisdom and greatness of the kindness that He gives to human beings in particular. So He says, There's no part of the human body that we've talked about, which was both external, physical, the physiology of the person. We've talked about internal, the nefesh, the mind, the memory, the, the greatness in forgetting, the greatness in being able to speak and to write. There's no aver, nothing about the human being that we talked about. It has benefits. Where the apparent wisdom of Hashem is seen by our kavosai in terms of its combination, how it's put together, its form, the chiburai, its connection. Anybody who thinks about it is that any, any thought, proper thought, will certainly be able to see that clearly. And it gives great, it gives strong testimony, and it gives really open proof. That you see, Akash Bogo could have made us with a lot less, and we still would have gotten along. It would have been more difficult. We probably would have become used to it. But the the fact of, that all the faculties that a person has that he's able to use, imagine we wouldn't have it. You'd still be able to function. We still will be able to serve Hashem. We still will be able to do things that we do, maybe limited, or maybe certain things we would have to cut out. But the fact that Akash made us in this way is really, because understands it's from Hashem's chesed, that He allowed us to live life in the most pleasant way, in the most productive way, in the most way that even we will enjoy and gain pleasure from it. Ukvaber Golinus. Golinus must have been some philosopher in the Chavazov of his time. Ukvaber Golinus Bekamas Svarim Toyalis Revorim Barhetev. He said, if you look in one of these books, you'll find that it describes the greatness of the various parts of a human being. If we would try to delve into the depth of even one limb, he says, I, I, I would exhaust the amount of pages that I wanted to give to the Sefer if I would even just take one limb and just limb and go to the nth degree about it. So he says, I just get a smattering of different pointers about different faculties of a person. As we explained, both the external, the feet and the hands and the face and then the internal organs, how they work in sync, about the eating, how the digestive process works and then the nefesh, the nafshius faculties of thought and speech and writing, communication, remembering, seichel, all of these things. And truth is, the Mashiach used to say that Gedoyle Yisrael after that, the Chazinish and his Sefer and the Stiple and his Sefer would indeed sort of take this lead from the Chavis of and try to expand further in terms of what we can have a greater appreciation and understanding of Hashem's Chesed. If we really take a look, we've talked about for a nice amount of time we've dealt with the human being. But if we also examine, let's examine for a moment 
other creatures that are also in our world. Miniachayim of the other creatures, vahanagosam, their behavior, umechiosam, their sustenance. If we would examine that as well, a nun and we would, they would not be hidden. And as we would be able to understand it good, for the one who indeed reflects properly, and we can actually appreciate and examine the great wisdom in every single creature, from the from the tiny ant to the very beautiful butterfly to the rhinoceros. That's why you see that different books are full of it, and even some of the svarim. Some of Sifrei Kodesh are full of points about look at this animal, look at that animal, and look at the wisdom of Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Why did Hashem make it that way? Hashem needed animals in the world for whatever reason. He could have made all the animals look the same and do this different jobs. Hashem didn't do that because Hashem wanted us to actually look at these animals and take a look. Wow! Why does the rhinoceros have two horns on the head, and this one has one horn, this one has on the side, this one has in the middle, and this one has wings, this one has this amount of legs, and to see how they work, how they operate, how they get the sustenance, it's it's brilliance. Like Hashem told you, This example was quoted at least once before, even here in Sharbachina by Chavis Avavis. He likes this example. When Eiv was complaining, Hashem, I think you have the wrong person. It's not, you got the wrong Eiv. You give me all of these... Terrible things. I'm not, I'm not the right person. And that's sort of what he was expressing by complaining. Hashem says, I don't get mixed up on anything. Who is the one who prepares for the young raven his food? Because as we explained, the Gemara tells us in Erevin that the raven is black, but it's young when they are born are white. So therefore the mother of raven cannot recognize its offspring. So therefore it doesn't come with a bird in its, a worm in its mouth. It doesn't come to feed, or she doesn't come to feed the offspring. So the young raven, the young raven, they call out, oh, they're calling out. Hashem says, I send bugs into its mouth. Hashem on his own sends it to them. This pasuk, Hashem gives food to the behemoth, and he gives even to the young ravens, he gives them food. The Harbekela, many more like this. So, in other words, really you could look in, in Svarim, or look in books that describe the greatness of the animal kingdom, and see what the, the intricacies of how they're made, just really does give us an appreciation for Hashem, and His greatness and His kindness. Also we look at the the galaxy. We look at the heavens and how everything moves about in a perfect system. The different luminaries, the sun, the moon, the stars. Everything is set up perfectly. With them also able to see Hashem's greatness, Hashem's ability, Hashem's wisdom. Something that the human mind can't even comprehend how far-reaching it is. The Yilil Asabram Beloshin can't even express it in words, the greatness of this Bria. David at least 
looked into it, tried to understand it, and he says, I could only do it up to a point. But after that, it's beyond me. And the way he expressed it is, Hashemayim is Sabrin Kveikel. The heavens bespeak the glory of Hashem. And his handiwork, the Rekia tells, the heavens tell about Hashem's handiwork. Ushara Mizmer, that whole Mizmer expresses that. Thurman says, I can't even understand it myself, but I'm wise enough at least that I can understand it's something that's way beyond even my comprehension. And even the little that he's able to appreciate the greatness of it, he understands this, there's so many more, so much more to know. But understanding that the heavens and Shemayim speak this. Even just the moon and the stars. I see your name. I see your Maisim Hashem through all of that. So even just to, you go out, you see, you know, sometimes it's beautiful weather. And we say, ah, oh, oh, what a beautiful day, Baruch Hashem. Just to appreciate it. To appreciate the exquisite beauty of the creation that we have. That itself is something to be misbeinin about. Yeah. Good. This is an idea. Let's hold it here for tonight as he's going to move on to other topics. A good tonight, cold tooth.